Hello gorgeous gorgeous girls and welcome back to another episode of Girlfriends. I'm Lindsay and today I'm joined by Sophie to talk about the grand finale of season five of Dragula. How are you doing Sophie? We made it! We never thought we'd get here. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy we're still talking about Dracula, but yes we are here. I'm very excited to talk about the finale. Um, just I hope everyone is keeping posty road stay because I feel like the whole world is just being frozen to death at the minute from everything yeah. that I'm seeing on the internet. Everyone's just in a polar vortex right now. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was just the UK, but I saw like some of my American friends posting, and they're all bloody snowed in as well. So I'm just like, what is going on? I mean, it's January. It's very typical winter weather, but uh, <laughs> I was not expecting everybody to be snowed in right now. No. <laughs> um. So, like I said, we're going to talk about the season five Dragula finale. Um, we'll just put it out here at the start. Congratulations to Neil Huru X on winning. Uh, I'm like a worthy winner, a very deserved winner. Probably has had one of the best floor show packages, potentially of like all, all Dracula contestants. Like never missed a look on the floor show, and I feel like across the season and especially across this episode, has such a like an amazing story to tell and does it so well through their drag as well. So a very worthy winner. Absolutely. Um, I think, you know, also takes the prize for best drag shoe collection as well. <laughs> Very coveted. I want it all ASAP. But, Absolutely. Um, we looked up the, did we look up the price for the, I think it was the boots that they couldn't walk in that episode didn't work. And uh, I don't think I'll be getting anywhere near that collection anytime soon. <laughs> no. I don't know if it's like a wow presents. It tends to be um drag race stars that, that that do it, but there's like a YouTube series where drag queens like take you into their closet and uh, show you like looks and stuff that they have. And sometimes it's like, you know, I wore this for that reason, I wore this for this, and it, like they hold like special memories and stuff. But I would love a sneak peek into Neil's closet slash shoe collection. Uh, I think oh, that would yes. be fascinating. Um, yes, I'm putting that out there now. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into the episode. Um, straight up, don't do really cold opens to me because I'm a bit thick and I get really confused really easily. So when we opened on like Throb talking about the competition and how much it means to them and what it would mean to them to win and blah, blah, blah. I was like, did Throb win? Like, I'm really confused. But um, later realised that everyone gets their own little moment and um, it was really nice to get these insights into each like drag artist. Um Throb talking about how much the drag king community means to them and how they like raised them up was great. Um, you know, Blackberry talking about how drag has paid their bills, like him and his mum's bills, uh, for like quite a while. Um, 
Oh, there's so much to get into. Is there anything in particular that stuck out about these moments, like these like one-to-one moments that we had with the drag artists? like blackberries and nails I think were re- just the most kind of insightful really touching um it just kind of really peeled back that onion so to speak of, of these people as you know artists as creators how they feel like they fit in their communities and, and just really what's got them here um you know I think I was same as you and I think so of Twitter as well, where it was like, why is Throb the only one who's getting this in-depth VT? So initially I was like, oh, this is a very strange little setup for this episode. But in a way, I quite liked it that it was just kind of threaded through the whole episode. Um, You know, just it was nice getting to know the the artists the monsters like just that that touch bit more because i think you know sometimes people do get lost amongst Mm. the big personalities and i think you know we have kind of arrived at a final with maybe some some of those um monsters that maybe aren't the most in your face so it was nice just to spend that little bit extra time with them yeah it was nice it was like it was quite intimate as well um, just finding out a bit more about them, um, like with Blackberry's story, I it boggles my mind still. Like I've probably lived through numerous news stories about devastating weather in the US, and it still boggles my mind how, like a hurricane can just take take out your whole life, take down your home and everything, and. You you might not have the money the means to rebuild your life. And I'm just like that is wild to me, um. But I'm so happy that Blackberry and their family have been able to pull themselves out of Hurricane Harvey and like rebuild a life for themselves. But yeah, it still boggles my mind. I don't know why. Um, Neil's story as well was like so sad. But I feel like so many creatives will relate. Um building some trying to build something beautiful out of something awful is just very relatable to a lot of people and um orc story as well very much when talking about like the breakdown of their family i was like hard relate um because i had very similar feelings when my dad walked out as well i was just like okay bye <laughs> at 10 years old because it's just like he wasn't a nice person so i could really relate to orc in that way as well um so no yeah i, I liked getting these little insights into them um also billy's opener i was just thinking about this while i was talking um them referencing the upset at the titans uh winner reveal just made me laugh so much the photo frame (laughs) (laughs) and just then kind of like making fun of like the trolls and stuff in general like oh you've said you've hated the season and you're never watching again but here you are (laughs) and i'm like yes drag drag them (laughs) so um they know their fan base so well (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so um as we both kind of hoped last week, we are back to three looks 
for the finale, the three tenants of Dracula, and we started off with filth. Um, so let's talk about Blackberry first. So Blackberry said that they wanted to, actually before I get into filth, I have a very similar critique about three of them, the Blackberry, Orgotic and Throb, in that when they first walked out, I was like, huh? But I feel like as the performance went on and the kind of gags came out, I got it a bit more. So rather than like repeating myself three times, I have the same critique for all of those. But um, yeah, Blackberry came out, wanted to do something very Texas. And I love that she brought Texas, her home, into every single one of her looks for the finale. I really liked that. But uh, possums are quite common, so she wanted to be a possum, that it is like eating garbage and stuff like that. And as much as it kind of grew, like as she came out, like she had her garbage bag, she had her fish, I feel like this was like at 30%. It could have gone so much further. Yeah. I wanted like the bag to be ripped open to have like loads of rubbish in there to be like snuffling out the rubbish with your mouth like there to be like just bin juice in there like there's nothing more disgusting than bin juice mm. like I think it just it needed to be wet <laughs> there needed to be fluids like seeping out everywhere like I thought it was a fun look like the idea of it it was fun it was playful it's such a shame about the prosthetic like don't get us wrong being there like when you're just trying to get something to stick down and it just won't and you know I can imagine under the lights as well you must just be sweating so that you know what a proper shame but it just it's still for a filth look it was very clean. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I was going to say that, like, the, the fur costume was very clean. Like, she needed to look like that she'd been rifling through that bin. It, even if it was someone, if she'd just got one of the other contestants to just come up to her and, like, ruffle everything. So it looked mm-hmm. like she'd been, like, burrowing or something. But, um, no, it was all it was all a little bit too clean. But I really appreciate the, like, the idea but I think it could have gone a bit further. So um, let's talk about Neo's filth look. And I think this was probably one of my favourite filth looks of the night. Um, just because I like that Neo kind of like brought a message with it and trying to talk about how people or men use like Asian women and trans women like for sex it's like a tick box and trying to talk about something talk about something the way that men use women in a like transactional and disposable way and conveying that as Chinese takeout which is transactional and disposable I thought was really interesting and really clever yeah I totally agree like I thought it was just so thought provoking, so creative. That pig's hoof penis <laughs> was so 
<laughs> not cute. Um, no, I just feel like it could have been just a bit more like wet. <laughs> like, you know, if if we're getting nitpicky, which it's the final, let's get nitpicky with it. Like, just a bit more, you know, like that that like mucusy thing that they like to to wheel out. I think one of them had it when it was maybe one of the um oh what was it like the marshmallow looks or something or where like a couple of people were dressed oh as <laughs> yeah 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 like maybe something like that I don't know but it, it was definitely my favorite filth um, and it was the one I think that was most polished which we've come to expect from Neo let's be honest definitely um and I mean like you know I think my benchmark for filth will always be Bitch Pigeon season two, that 100%. Shit makes me like want a gag. So you can definitely do something that's just gross. But I feel like last season with Dali and Hoso's filth looks, they showed that you can actually make it political and give it a message as well. So I do appreciate that Neo went down that look, that route rather. Um, yeah, but I mean, maybe she could have done like a white sauce on the on the ramen noodles or something to kind of really hit it home. But I, mm. with what you're saying there about like having something sticky, I think that's my critique for orgotic as well. Like mm. I like the slug creature thing that he was portraying was really gross but as soon as I see that I was like I need something juicy <laughs> like it needs to look juicy and I was missing that a little bit although I think his look was the only one that made me gag slightly because as I've said earlier in this season I've got an overactive gag reflex if I see someone <laughs> doing stuff like that I'm just like, like so I struggled I struggled with that one it did make me gag but even though he was not sick, he wasn't even sick, and I was still like, Bleh. "Oh, it's just because <laughs> he was gone for so long." Like it was, it was just someone just needed to step in. You know that, like the bit of The Simpsons where it's like, "Stop, he's already dead." <laughs> <laughs> like, stop! This is not happening. Um, <clears throat> I just. I just feel for Orgotic because you could see kind of what they were going for and it oh, it just wasn't it was the definitely the weakest one I think of, of the, the filth looks um, definitely was like it, it wasn't a nice thing to look at like visually it was like oh, just making us think of like worms and like what the bullies said like parasites and horrible horrible things that no one wants to think about but it just again it just needed to be stepped up a notch yeah like if you if you know that you maybe your gag reflex isn't quite there and like have a backup in mind like yeah cover yourself in slime like have yeah. a little have a little snail trail behind you like the, the stage needs to be like covered in in just sticky shit <laughs> yeah um, were you also thinking about Heidi Klum's Halloween look from all those years yes. ago? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> it's so like, come through, Heidi. Like, oh my God. Um, 
<clears throat> and Rob's uh, filth look, when they were describing it in the boudoir, I was just like, that's fucking genius. Like, the th- like the thing that you pull out the plug, like when it's clogged, is disgusting. It, we've oh, it's all gagged at that. We've all just like been like, oh, that's absolutely disgusting. So I thought the idea of making that a filth look was absolutely genius. Um, when they first came out, I was like, why is she dry? <laughs> I was a bit confused, but then as the kind of like dirty loofah came out and then the hair started sticking to their body, I was like, there it is. Like, that's what I had in my head when they said that. And I think it was really good. Um, I don't think we saw the sexy dancing, but if we saw the sexy dancing, I would have agreed with Drac. Like, why are you sexy dancing? That's a bit weird for this look, but... Maybe should like the just watch Saltburn. Um and we're just like, well, you know, sexy bathtubs. <laughs> well, sexy bathtubs are in, licking plug schools um, are in. Yeah. Um yeah. But I think the the concept of it is it's foul, like wet hair is just the worst like like you Lindsay like I, I think like that bitch pudding look is probably up there with like my Roman empires my collective Roman empires that I think about a lot um it's foul um at first I was like oh I, oh I, I'm not sure of the concept like are you just coming out is that like shower puff thing that everyone has that just kind of hangs at the back of the shower um but then, yeah, the, it, the wetness started and then, oh, it's, it's just, it's grim as a concept. But then I think, again, it just, it needed editing down slightly. We didn't need this, like, the sexy car wash. At, yeah, at sexy all. car wash, yeah. <laughs> no, that wasn't necessary. Um, <laughs> so if we were to pick a favourite from Filth, who would you go for? Um... I think probably Neo's very, very closely followed by Throbs just because of the concept of Throbs. Because it's like, if we're just talking pure filth, that makes me heave. Yes. It's so foul. <laughs> I agree. I think if Throb had come out with <laughs> sounds so wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? With the wet hairs clinging, I think I would have flipped. But yeah. no, I Neo very closely thought followed by Throb. So let's get into the horror category. And I'm just gonna go down the same way again alphabetically because I can't remember what order they came out in. So um Blackberry. When they were talking about their look, I cannot tell you how fucking excited I was when they were like, Yeah, I'm going for like Hellraiser, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre slash Texas Drag. And I just wanted to like pause the TV and like stand up and applaud because I was like, <laughs> That is fucking genius. And I-, I was so excited for this look. And it was so visually striking with the cage and like the you know the brown skin leather and um all of the rhinestones 
and you know it was giving body on the audi like blackberry does and i just thought it was so good oh like i'm gonna come out swinging for blackberry this was my this is my favorite horror look um it might be my like one of my favorite looks of the whole episode it was unreal like it was just like i love hellraiser like i got into that as a franchise probably with like in the last year or two and it just gives us everything i need from horror like it is just so good so it was very like sexy cenobite definitely got the, the texas chainsaw reference and this is what i mean like when it's like elevated like don't just come out with the kind of like you know the the leathery looks the um you know the rips in the fabric like should come out in a fucking cage like this is what I've won <laughs> like oh, I just it was so good I look like I'm sorry Bully is but I just don't know how you can come for a drag queen for rhinestones. I just don't. I'm sorry. I thought the rhinestones were fucking mint. <laughs> yeah, like, there's, like, leather made out of skin. I know it's not actually skin. But <laughs> it's, like, a dress meant to look like it's made out of brown skin. So that is, like, the horror element and a mask and everything. But then it's, like... It was an ode to Texas drag. Like, there had to be rhinestones. Like, you can't not have rhinestones. Um, so, yeah, I was a bit gutted for them that that was, like, points off because of that. But I freaking loved it. Mm. So, oh, I just, yeah, I love, I just love Blackberry as well. Like, I've become such a Blackberry fan. <laughs> I know. Like, after the last episode that we did, I was, like, looking at the the likes because you know how that was meant to play a part and I think mm. like 24 hours after the episode came out Blackberry had something like six 630 likes on their picture and I was like come on like have we been watching the same fucking tv program for the last nine weeks mm. like I don't know how she had so much fewer everyone else was in the thousands and Blackberry was in the hundreds and like I don't know how she has so much fewer than everyone else I mean, I could think of the reason why it is, but like this, I don't I know if that's too. really my place to talk about it. But yeah, I really fucked off for that reason. Anyway, because <laughs> I'm Team Blackberry over here. Um, so Neil Hudo. Um, there was loads of layers to Neil's uh horror look. They came out in a straight jacket and had in it written in I'm not sure which Chinese language she speaks but ch Chinese we'll put in um quotation marks um like negative things that she's had said to her before or thought about herself before and then some good things as well to kind of show the light and dark um in her mind and then came out of this and had this like really well done um demon mask I meant to look this up. I feel like I know the name of that mask. And if someone said it, I'd be like, yeah, that's it. But I can't I can't think of it right now. But this really like beautifully painted mask, like really well done prosthetics. And then this wig that like went to the floor, white, um, that was like cotton wool <laughs> texture almost. Um, 
and then like these shoes that were just like serving cunt and yeah there was so much going on what did you what did you think of it uh again like loved this look it was just it was just such a cohesive story and I think like if you saw that in like in a you know a horror film about possession or um you know like a a curse or, or something and it's like you know started seeing this apparition or 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 like you know you know whatever this you were seeing or this you'd be fucking terrified by it like that would keep you up at night um and I just thought it was creepy like when Neil first came out like I think that look alone would have been enough to think oh god that's quite horrifying but then the layers just kept coming off that demon mask I mean that was that was art Mm. and it was horror in like that we talk about this a lot when you know queens from from different kind of backgrounds and ethnicities and different cultures come and kind of bring their own stories and backgrounds and and things like that into the looks like I love it I I love out like that and and this was just this was Neo at their best I think this look yeah for sure um I think especially like the floor show performance as well like remember when Neo first came in they were like I've never performed before um I know I've seen this over before we started recording I've been watching re-watching season four and there was a contestant there who'd never performed live before and they were exterminated episode one so she'd never performed before and is in the made it to the finale and ended up winning. I just think that's amazing. Um, yeah, I really like this look. What did you think of Jack's comments about the wig? Because I was like, I really like the wig. And then when I was watching it again, I was like, oh, the wig is, looks like Codwell. <laughs> I think on, on rewatch, I was like, oh, you may have a point with that. But I think when you, like when I first watched it, like you just so caught up in the performance of it all. I didn't really notice, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, what, like, obviously when you are looking for things to judge on, you are just, you, it is, like I say, like you are just getting to that real nitpick. Like, oh, we've got to find something. Um, and obviously it was getting tangled in the shoes, um, which was a shame. But yeah the texture of it wasn't great <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, it wasn't. so um another kind of moment of like giddiness for me during the boudoir when they were talking about the horror looks was Orgotic talking about how his look is inspired by martyrs and uh, oh. martyrs is like an incredible film it's not for everybody but I was thinking as well, like, I reviewed this with a, a Connecticut-based comedian, Sophia Florence, who is so lovely, by the way. Um, Definitely, like, follow them on Twitter, check them out and stuff. And I said in that, I was like, I'm never going to watch this film again. It's, like, too hard to win. And then I'm, like, watching this, and I'm like, Mars is so good. I should give it a rewatch. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> Even though it's like one of the darkest, most harrowing films I've ever watched, it's like it's so good, and you really see that martyr's inspiration 
from um, orgotics, like from the look, obviously, like that's what it's inspired by. Uh, but also the performance as well. It's very like dramatic and you just, you feel the tortured soul inside. You feel all the pain that they've been through and the frustration and, you know, they've had their legs replaced with this other thing and they can't walk properly anymore. And the way like he was just kind of like lying on the floor, like banging the crutches and screaming, you're just, oh, it was really, it was really powerful actually. Yeah, I agree. I think, like, when Orgotic first came out, I was like, oh, this is, we've seen this. And actually, I did feel vindicated because we have seen this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, those, those are some arms that we've seen before. But actually, the performance went on. It it kind of took you to that other place of like, mm. oh my god, like this is horrendous. Like I I don't know if I want to watch this anymore. Like you want to kind of tear your face away from the screen because what's happening in front of you like is horrible. Like and if you have seen martyrs, like it is that like I want to keep watching, but like I want to look away at the same time. Like there's just there's so much horrible shit happens in that film where you are just questioning like why why am I still watching this like this is awful um I think yeah once you know the kind of context behind it as well like you do really see that that inspiration behind that look so I think it was a really really good horror look for sure um when Blackberry kind of said hey like you've used those props before like it was that constant, like, debate that, like, I think a lot of, like, fans of drag have about drag competitions, like, on TV. It, like, Orgotti spoke a lot about how they don't really have a lot of money. And they, like, cobbled all these looks together. They've made everything themselves on a shoestring budget. And it's, like, we've had this debate before on, like, other seasons of Dragula as well. It's, like, should we put people down for reusing things? Or... Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. <laughs> I know you just disappeared. I was like, what? Where is she? <laughs> uh, I was saying when Blackberry mentioned, like, you've used these legs before, like, and it's, like, an ongoing debate about, like, money and um, what people can bring to these competitions. Like, should we put people down for reusing things? Because it was mentioned a lot throughout the episode and even, like, Jack and Swan mentioned it in their, like, judging. Orgotic pulled all these looks together on a shoestring budget, so should he really be have points off for reusing something. I think it's, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because I don't, we've had conversations before where, you know, we certainly don't agree with, you know, anyone being penalised for using what they've got, um, you know, whether it's cardboard, whether it's something that you've ordered from, you know, a fast fashion website or whatever, and then you're elevating it. Like, people have to use the resources they've got like people don't have access to you know three thousand dollar shoes to come on and 
have have that you know for every single week um I think if it was any other week and that had happened where it's like oh I'm, I'm reusing this because I want to incorporate it in uh you know I've got an idea for this look and this would be perfect for this I don't should it have been done for the final I don't know mm. I do need to step it up point. a little bit for that but time I certainly would I, I don't think I'd be like oh let's take points off you for that either you mm. know like again pe- people have to make do with what they've got there's a cost of living crisis going on <laughs> there is the cost of lives is ongoing um I think it's a fair point to kind of maybe judge the finale differently in regards to that but I do think in general if people are reusing things and you're on tv doing one of these shows leave them alone yeah just leave them alone <laughs> um so throb uh throb's horror look um throb said that the true horror they think is despair and they wanted to portray a uh, like a princess that's been trapped in a castle and as much as they have all these beautiful things everything's gold even the chains that they're chained up with are gold um she is like desperately unhappy. Um, what did you think of this look? Because I, I have an opinion. Not a like. What did you think of this look? <laughs> then I'll go second. I, I didn't hear us hear that the chains were gold. I thought they were silver. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly, I need to go for an eye test <laughs> and a hearing test. Anyway. <laughs> Um, this look was the weakest for me out of all of them. Um, just because it just didn't, it didn't say horror to me. Apart from like it was haunting, and it was you know the makeup was very good, the look was very beautiful, but in terms of horror. A shit scaring nobody. Like what I thought, because just like you know, a, a pregnant belly, that's what it looked like. Um, and I was like, oh shit, like are we is this gonna go really fucking horrific here? <laughs> I thought those chains were gonna be attached to some baby <laughs> that was hidden somewhere. And there was that was going to be yanked out, and it was going to be pulled, blood all over the stage, viscera, like some kind of comment on, you know, women are kept locked up, viewed as baby making machines, only valued for youth beauty, and then were discarded. Blah 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 blah. Then I was like, I'm on fucking board. None of that happened. And it was just like, oh. Yeah, because the real horror in America right now is the legal forced birth that is happening mm. across many states. So yeah, that would have been amazing. When I was watching this, I was like, right, you know, that you're this tortured princess, blah, blah, blah. One change, right? And this could have been horror do the whole thing in grayscale like black and white and you're a ghost or a phantom haunting the castle then it's horror like 
proper, not the convoluted story. Because if she was in grayscale, you would have got that without having been told. So that's my only thing about this. And it's such a shame because I feel like Rob has given these amazing looks where you look at them like all season and been like, I know exactly what that is. And even like quite complicated like stories and you just look at them and you're like, yep, get it, no bother. And this could have been the same if she'd done the whole thing in black and white with maybe like a few touches of red for blood. And it's like, we would have got it instantly. And it probably would have been one of my favourites, but it's probably like my least favourite because it's it's not the category. Yeah. And I think we've, we've said before, haven't we? Like, if the look has to be overly explained... It's not a then, good look. Yeah. And, you know, we'll have to kind of keep it consistent for everyone. Um, You know, like you say, like, Throb usually comes on, on stage, you know, our thoughts and feelings for Throb as an individual aside, like, you can count on Throb for a really, really good look. And it, this just wasn't it. It just didn't hit at all for me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, it's just a bit too bit. Uh, can I speak? It's just a bit too convoluted. Um, and I just think that one change, you could have told the story and it still would have been harder. So, yeah, a bit disappointing. But hey ho. Um, so who's your who's your favorite horror look then? Um. Oh, I don't really know. It's Blackberry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Blackberry is is the best. Um. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to glamour. Um. And they also had to do a lip sync for the glamour as well. Um, oh. which was really good. Um. So again, let's just go top to bottom alphabetically um, Blackberry was given us Bride of Frankenstein you know really classic drag silhouette very classic southern drag as well uh, I did love the big shoulders of um, like the cape and stuff that she was wearing but what I will say is Sigourney Beaver did one of the best Bride of Frankenstein inspired looks of all time and unless you're going to beat that, I just wouldn't touch it, honestly. Um, It was good, but yeah, I just, I don't think I would go very, there. Very, like, stunning. Like, mm-hmm. like I agree with Absolutely. everything you said. But it was very, like, the box, if that makes sense. Like, you know what you're going to get with a look like that. It, and I think there wasn't kind of any, aside from obviously Blackberry being a bearded queen, there wasn't any kind of personal touches that, again, were elevating it to make it really Blackberry. And I think that's, that's what you want in, in a category like this. Like, you don't want it to just be, you know, like, I'm coming as the bride of Frankenstein. You want it to be... This is Blackberry doing Bride of Frankenstein, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um still absolutely gorgeous and like cleared that lip sync. Like what like you can tell, like Blackberry is a performer with a capital P. <laughs> Definitely. Um 
So let's move on to Neo. Neo went really out of the box for glamour. And Neo's so beautiful, like looks like a model. We kind of see them in confessionals, like just looking so beautiful. And just went really out of the box for glamour, eh, inspired by Ursula from The Little Mermaid. And had like all these like petals and stuff on their face to kind of instead of makeup and like the the pink color was just so like girly and fun and I just I really really loved this. I thought it was just stunning. Like what a um one odd idea in the best way. Like who thinks yeah. of glamour and is like I'm gonna be a stunning cunty octopus. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, at first, I thought well, we were going to get like a Valentina moment with like, you know, yes. like, with the, like the tentacles on the face. So I was like, you don't know, it's a lip sync, right? <laughs> um, just, uh, you know, that initially, even the face covering with the tentacles was gorgeous. Then that came off, and the face was even more gorgeous. Like, I think my only critique is I wish that that detailing of the pearls the like the um like the the glitter the rhinestones all of that was just kind of fed down on the like the dress and the tentacles just because it kind of was like all of the attention's gone on the face the headpiece and things and then it was just this pink dress with legs that was quite plain in comparison so I just wish it was a bit more cohesive, but it was still just absolutely beautiful. Like the whole look was was great. I get what you mean, but I I did just I did kind of like the like how the pink like stood out against the black and the red of the stage and everything else, and you expect mm. everyone to go down this like maybe dark sultry look, and she went like kind of almost like bubblegum pop with a twist um so I liked like the contrast of it but I do get what you mean um I feel like I was going to say something but it's going to be in my head <laughs> <She's> <laughs> I'm so blown away <laughs> I loved it when she was like turning and stuff as well and the legs were moving oh, I love she yeah. had like tentacles on her fingers it just these attention to detail things that you expect from Neo at this point. And it was just really chef's kiss, honestly. Um so or gothic. Um in the in the boudoir when he was talking about kind of like the inspiration for his look, I was very curious as to how it was gonna turn out because he said, like, I'm gonna be a prince who is so convinced that they're ugly but they're not and I was like so many people will like relate to that because uh, so many people just whether it's just like body dysmorphia or just general like insecurity really have such like negative opinions about themselves so I was quite curious as to how he was going to portray that on the floor show Um. I'm not sure, like, I, I wasn't really a big fan of this look, because we were kind of saying last week, Gothic's good looking, and I really feel like they could have just done, like, a bog standard drag king, and could have just, like, cakewalked this, 
Um, but I don't know. I like. I don't know. This wasn't like my favorite. I think it's strange, isn't it? Because when Ogotic came out, I was like, "Wow!" Like for Ogotic, like this is very glamorous. <laughs> like kind of for typically made up face, mm. a wig. Who is she? <laughs> um. <laughs> its usual standards it was very beautiful um and it was really nice kind of seeing that that difference I, I didn't get the story mm-hmm. um it was like kind of like a yassified jeepers creepers demon um yeah it, yeah it was just a bit a bit messy but again that's very on theme that our all got it true so, yeah, I mean, you know, by if we go, if we look at all got its kind of trajectory throughout the competition, and we say, you know, we wanted glam, I think we got glam from all got its standpoint. So we can't, you can't say fairer than that, really. <laughs> true, true. Um, so Throb's glamour look, I actually really enjoyed this because of the lip sync element as well. I was watching this and I was like, do you know what? If you go to a Throb zombie show, you're going to get a show. I feel like, because I was like reveals after reveals and they were all like hit hit everything that they needed to hit throughout the song. Um, I think when you watch these things for a while, you're just, you know the appropriate moment for a reveal and Throb was hitting them every single time. Um, yeah, I think I thought they put on like a great performance for Glamour, and it was their only drag king look of the evening as well, which I thought was interesting too. I was pleased for Throb because when they've had gimmicks and reveals and things before in every other week, there's been a hiccup somewhere along the way, and I think that's been one of their biggest critiques of like either edit or perfect. Like it needs to be on point if you're gonna do it, and this it all it all the pieces just fell into place this week in this performance, and I was you know I was pleased that they did because you know obviously this is the performance, and there's obviously a lot riding on it, and you know Throb I think is a perfectionist, like you can tell when they're talking about you know their craft, how much of themselves they put into it, and in their interview, um, like VT at the beginning, just talking about, <clears throat> you know, like their mental health struggles and things. So I was really pleased that things went okay for them. Um, it just, you know, I think it, it is interesting that this was their only drag king look, I think, like we we were saying before. Um, you would have thought that they would have wanted to showcase all of that throughout the whole thing. Um, I think it was the look was was beautiful like it was really stunning it was very glamorous it was very throb um i wish there'd been more more petals that had fallen i think it just could have looked it, it could have been a bit more of an event when it yeah. happened but again it was a like it was a great reveal um and a great look for throb i think as well with the petals 
the Sasha Valure comparisons are gonna happen. When Sasha Valure did Flower Petals, RuPaul's Drag Race season nine finale, there was a lot of petals. If you're gonna do it, you have to fucking go for it. Um, clearly enough time has passed that we can start doing petals again. <laughs> um, it was the first thing that came to my mind, but it obviously it's yeah. such an iconic drag race moment. You know, you can't hear that song without thinking about it. And you Literally, can't see the world shifted on its axis. <laughs> when that happened. So if you're gonna do pearls, you have to fucking go for it. Um even if you know you're listening to this and being like, I've never watched RuPaul's Drag Race before, there is that crossover in audiences, so people are gonna pick on up on that big time. Uh, and it was it was all I could think about when it was happening. But you know it wasn't bad. Like it was good. Like like I said, it was a really good performance. It hit everything it needed to hit. I thought the reveal, all the reveals were really good. But yeah, if you yeah you have to fucking go for it with your petals. But it was still good. I'm just nitpicking. Um. So who was your favorite for glamour? Oh, I think it's it's a hard one, isn't it? Because I think all of them had really good aspects. But if I'm gonna, I think uh, I'm gonna pick. It would probably be Neo. I'm yeah. like same as Phil's, like Neo closely followed by Throb. Yeah. So now that I'm like breaking it down like this, it's just like, do you think it was very much like a two horse race between Neo and Throb tonight, or? I think so. I think. When you look at it, and I think if you take into the critiques of, of obviously Drat and Swan as well, I think those were probably the ones that were up there, just kind of maybe one moved ahead of the other slightly between each each kind of round. But I think, you know, probably from week one, it was Neil's to lose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she won that first, she did win that first week, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> she won that first week and it's just like you know with the exception of not knowing how to hold a guitar which is honestly kind of endearing like <laughs> it's, it's so funny that you can't even like make fun of her for it um she hasn't faltered at all this whole season so yeah it was really like news to lose wasn't it or everyone yeah yeah that's the right phrase I know words. <laughs> so I was so happy to see like a proper crown now. I love the bullies, but that fucking picture shit. <laughs> Never again. Was not the one. And I I don't think they will ever try it again either. Um obviously somebody deleted someone deleted something from an SD card by accident. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that happened someone got fired that day <laughs> <laughs> um so we got a proper crowning and neil just looked so like with her barely there costume that she was wearing um she and the way she was just like strutting down as well with the crown the crown was so beautiful and um 
Yeah, and then the blood's coming down. Like, that's what we missed last year, and I feel like they just doubled it. It was like, you, oh, he's all moaned last year, so they just doubled <laughs> it for Leo. It We're going just... full shining, bitch. <laughs> yes. And it was just, it was such a good moment. It was, like, I was sitting there just like, they didn't even give a long, like, gap either. Like, the winner is, and I was just like, Neo, Neo, Neo. And it, because it was just, I felt very obvious that it was going to be Neo that won. But I'm still very happy for them. It's very well deserved. Yeah, I agree. I think Neil was probably the the right, definitely the right person to win. Like I think their looks have just been the strongest, the most consistent, um, throughout the whole competition. Like they've barely put a foot wrong, to be fair, throughout the whole the whole go of it. And you know, well deserved. Well, very well said, so. and looked looked very looked very at home in that crown. <laughs> Absolutely, and you know, I really hope I see Blackberry or Gothic and Throb in like a future Titans. They absolutely like deserve to be on a future Titans because, 100%. like, they are three very worthy competitors. But yeah, I think. I think sometimes with these competitions they're thinking like what's the future of drag and I feel like you could put Neo in that category like the future of drag 100% I mean for um, oh I can't remember who it was now someone said that Neo inspires them I can't remember who it was and that's annoying um one one of the bullies. Oh, I think it was Drac. <laughs> I was gonna. I was like, I'm sure it was Drac. Um, that Neo inspires them. Like that is like a compliment that money can't buy. Like that is unbelievable. <laughs> the highest of compliments. I've just remembered something that I should have picked up on earlier. Um, Blackberry said that they're the first big girl to make it to a finale. Not here for the How? Frankie Doom erasure. Frankie Doom was in the finale season one, and they were a big, they're a big girl. So not here for the Frankie Doom erasure, but very happy oh, that Black Bunny's in the finale. And I can't believe that got past the editors as well. <laughs> well, PSA: Frankie Doom was in the final. It was a big girl. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, one point from our Blackberry stand card <laughs> um, have you got have you got anything else you want to say about season 5 just no more romance storylines moving forward yeah. please I can't be honest <laughs> yeah but like oh, I don't know what happened in that like boudoir at the top of the episode I don't know what the so bloody strange. hell is going on between them two but yeah keep, keep me out of it I was all on board at first but I'm done <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's the end of the season uh, that's the end of the episode um, thank you so much Sophie for being here with me throughout the whole season you know I love it. 
oh it's been so good having you on I'm gonna miss having you here like you've been such a nice comfort blanket while I navigate doing this thing by myself so thank you for being here with me oh don't because I'll cry <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know where I am I'm always happy to come on anytime yes we'll get <laughs> you back on no. <laughs> soon to do a movie review um, yeah. um okay, so that's the end of our Dracula coverage uh, I'm going to be back next week with Blaine from Ladies and Ligaments to review Burying the X it's already recorded and it's like it's such a fun episode and it's such a fun film if you've not watched it. Ooh, I've never even it. heard of it. So I hadn't I'll either. Go off and find that. <laughs> I hadn't either until like reviewing it. And it's honestly so much fun. It's not perfect. Like me and Blaine have our issues with it, but it's so fun and it should be so much more well known. Whoever was in charge of like marketing that film, get a new career. Because I'm upset that I never <laughs> heard of it until a few weeks ago. <laughs> no, I know what I'm doing this weekend. <laughs> uh, Sophie, where can people find you online? I am on Twitter at SophieServesSpace and on Instagram at SophieServesSpace. I am at HyattsLindsay underscore on all social media. You can find the podcast at Girlfriend Pod on Twitter and Girlfriends underscore podcast on Instagram. I'll be back next week with a review of Burying the X. But until then, stay spooky.